0: Hey there, folks. Welcome to the uh, Utah Outcasts patron show. Um, Not going to tell you how long this is going to be, but we're going to talk about the political stuff. I wanted to save all the politics stuff specifically for this episode because I honestly don't think I could bring myself to care as much about the politics of everything as much as I have for like the last seven years. I mean, I'm still going to push for things. I'm still going to vote each election. I'm still going to lobby for the marginalized. But come on, folks, I live in fucking Utah. <laughs> There's not a lot I can do while living here, while doing the job that I have. Due to the Hatch Act, I literally can't even run for a public office without quitting my job. So, And I can't afford to do that. And so Yikes. that'd be the most direct thing that I could do to affect change in the state. But that, that's not something that I can do. So I'm gonna still going to continue to fight for all the right causes, still push for things, and still be very ardent in what I talk about and support. But as far as like, Every episode of the show bringing up about what's going on with Donald fucking Trump because he threw his hat into the ring. This is the this is the patron show where we're going to get that out of the way. Like now (laughs) we're going to talk about it and we're going to put it into a nice little ball and hopefully not have to talk about that shitty human being for at least another couple of months. So because we did have like a moratorium for a while, but uh, apparently he's allowed Ooh, excuse me, back on Twitter, but he's not going to uh, use it because he has truth social. Yeah, I mean, Fucking this, Elon this Musk. Is, <laughs> yeah,
1: this is this is not a win for either Musk or Trump. Either way, it's like <laughs> they both look bad no matter what happens. They actually would have been better off with him continuing to be banned from Twitter then then trump gets to play the martyr and he gets to tell people to go to truth social and musk gets to say he gets to keep the
0: liberals there because they kept him away
1: (laughs) yeah it's like hey we you know we we took a look at this and we understand there are lines we do need to draw and you know Using our platform to
0: incite a riot to attack the Capitol <laughs> does violate our terms of service. So, so it's funny. I went and looked oh. at his account and it's literally a snapshot of what was happening in January of 2021, like right. right up at the top. Cause that's right before he got kicked off and he hasn't put anything new out there. So I was like, Oh yeah, I get to remember all these fucking horrible memories of reading this shit back then. So right. I looked at it for a little bit and I'm like blocked. <laughs> just that- Fuck you, Donald Trump, man, seriously. So we got to talk about the fallout from the midterms. Yes, we're going to lose the house or we've lost the house. What, what do we want to say? We've lost it.
1: Uh, yeah, I lost it. Sure.
0: Yeah. yeah, but it's not that big of a loss. And honestly, it's not. It is the lower house of the Cong- Congress. And it's important. But it's not like they're going to do a whole lot. I mean say they do the Hunter Biden investigation that they're planning on doing. What's going to shake out from that? Most likely nothing. You know, I, at least I hope so. (laughs) Yeah, but, well, but he's not a member of the fucking government. That's the thing. (laughs) They're going to be fishing. uh, They're fishing for anything they can get on, on Biden senior by going through him. And hopefully Joe Biden's been in the Senate long enough to know that you don't, leave things that can be connected. But I guess we're going to find right. out. But Well, I, I
1: don't – I again, I don't think that this is the boon that they think it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, they'll have this investigative thing. They'll hold these sham hearings that might get some play on Fox News and OAN and Infowars. But they're just going to live in that ecosphere where they already live now anyway. Yep. So – It's not going to help them win the next election. And it gives the other side something to point to and say, like, how many bills did the Republicans point pull out to? They could be legislating, but they're doing this instead, you know, but they're doing this instead. They had 18 hearings on Hunter Biden's laptop,
0: zero bills on making things more affordable. Meanwhile, if the Democrats are playing the right game, they're going to keep introducing bills that shouldn't be voted against and get them to constantly have them being voted down,
1: you know? Right, right. And they can use the Senate to confirm more judges and 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 get the nominees through into into Biden's executive agencies so that that governance can happen and they can try to undo some of the damage of Trump packing the judiciary with crazy people.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So, and hopefully
0: get like some campaign uh, financing reform going on because Mm -hmm. that whole panel has been sitting without anybody at the head of that for a while. Hopefully eventually get the fuck rid of Lewis, the joy, you know, that's more of the postal board, but with more Senate power, you're going to have the ability to do more stuff than they have been able to. I mean, look at look at what they got accomplished with just having just the House and like a 50-50 split in the Senate. Quite a lot done considering the fact that they don't have the power. But with right. them having a majority of the Senate, they're going to be able to get more stuff done. Because you can potentially in, in the House, because there's 400 or let's see, 538 minus 100. So. Four hundred and thirty-four, thirty-five, four thirty-five,
1: four hundred and thirty-five voting, and then there are there are non-voting people from the Virgin Islands and right. DC. So four thirty-seven.
0: So yeah. you have four hundred and thirty-seven seats, which if they have a majority of like five on top of that, one, lots of people take time away from the House. They they're not there for votes a lot of the time. So as far as having like a um, being able to get stuff passed, if all of the if all the Democrats are there, they can get closure on something a lot easier. If like five five Republicans are taking a break and going into their district to do stuff, because th- they have those rules where you got to be there, and it's it's a quorum, you have to have whoever's there to vote on it. You know, it's not a yeah. So the, we'll see.
1: I, I think the only danger is that they do have to pass certain bills to fund the government to, um, deal with the debt ceiling. And there is a cabal of Republicans that wanted to fucking burn down. And yeah. And they want to hold that hostage in order to extract, you know, certain, certain things. Um, every time they've played that game, they've lost, um, and they've never been willing to actually let that grenade go off. Let's hope that they still don't. And um, you know, uh, what would always happen under Boehner and Ryan um is they, you know they're the line. <laughs> yeah, well they'd they'd try to, you know, they couldn't get their caucus to pass something, so they'd go to Nancy Pelosi and say can you give me two hundred Democrats to vote for this? Because I can get one hundred and twenty Republicans, mm-hmm. and we'll, and then we can pass this thing on a bipartisan fashion. They'll bring it to the floor of the House, and they'll pass it through cleanly. Yeah, um, and that will be how they have to
0: do this. So, um, hopefully, that's what happens. But, There's just a lot more wheeling and dealing that can happen in the house than would then yeah. could happen did happen in the Senate with those people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Because he's so. got a much more watered down base of votes instead of having just a hundred. You know. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think we'll see some governance. Uh, thankfully, with the way my job is structured, without giving away too much information, even if they decide not to fund the government, I'll be okay at least until the next fiscal year. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the motherfuckers. (laughs) I hate it. So, I mean, um, it's going to be a circus, but I mean, it literally always is a circus. But we'll see, because they're going to have all sorts of weird little committees they're going to have. I mean, the January 6th committee is going to end up running out because it's going to be a new Congress and they're just not going to start it back up again. Um, Ultimately, it's a smart idea to have a special counsel for the investigations into Donald Trump because you don't want to be able to say it's a political hit job by having the the um, the Department of Justice going after her. I mean, sorry, the AG of Merrick Garland and Biden, you know, dipping their toes into it. It could be something completely separate. Fine. Let that be let let that work its way out. I personally don't think we're going to see any kind of movement on any kind of arresting of Donald Trump. I I just don't think they're going to do that. They're not going to let one of their own go into prison because that motherfucker knows where the bodies are. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, as,
1: as I've said before, I live in Texas, you know, right. we just reelected for mm-hmm. the second time an attorney general who has been under indictment <laughs> since 2016. And, and, you know, he came in, he won his first election, under indictment he's had more indictments uh, (laughs) against (laughs) him and he was involved in planning the january 6th and the insurrection um really funny story uh they tried to serve him with a subpoena uh for the january 6th committee and he knew he was getting served so uh he hid in his house and made his wife go out and tell the person to go away. And then is he, like when he went out the back door and got in his truck and bolted. And, and <laughs> so they couldn't serve a subpoena, just a total piece of shit. Ken Paxton. But, but that is today's Republican party, right? They don't care. And so they could indict Trump, uh, they could start doing some sort of trial and ultimately it won't matter. Um, The only way to really get rid of Donald Trump is going to have to be through organizing and, uh, you know, making sure that just people won't vote for that motherfucker again.
0: So just tonight, Um, uh, Geraldo Rivera put out a tweet that said, for the good of the nation, Ford pardoned Nixon. For the good of the nation, Biden should pardon Trump. And everybody's just kind of laughing about that because Ford pardoning Nixon was one of those things where. We still talk about it to this day of going, no, there needs to be, there needs to be repercussions for crimes, you know, whether or not right. it be, I mean, Nixon had a stain on his name for the rest of history, but at least he had the common decency to fucking bow out when he saw the writing on the wall, you know, right? Trump just fucking yee-hawed it and just slim pickings his way down on the atomic bomb, man. <laughs> well, and- and what did
1: Nixon do ultimately? He, he lied. <laughs> he, we, he, Yeah, he lied. And he may or may not have directed uh, this group of people to break into the, the Democratic offices at the Watergate.
0: I mean, he did much worse, such as. You know, yeah. prolonging the the Vietnam War so that he could get voted back in. Right. You know, right. You know but that also falls the underneath war
1: in Cambodia and Laos. Yeah. You, that, know?
0: you know, the, the real war. war crimes, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but Henry Kissinger is you know, going to
1: live longer than me, I think. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't prove me That's right. Scary. Please. Yeah. Uh, but the, you know but the point is what what Nixon did is like pretty small potatoes actually to what Trump has done mm-hmm. um and still you know yeah there there was a stain with that and i think if um if they were to pardon him for what he had done for the good of the nation it, then i it would it would just say we do live in a country of no laws. And if you're if you're white enough and you're rich enough, you can do whatever the hell that you want. And there are no consequences. And the people that we elect to high office are allowed to break the law left and right and use that office as a shield for their criminal wrongdoing. And once and, that happens, get ready for the youth to fucking revolt. <laughs> yeah, Like that's that's just not that's not going to fly. No, there has to be some some accountability here. Is that Trump going to jail? I don't know. Like, would I love to see it? Yes. Yeah.
0: But at least bar him from a political office. office. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and to not to downplay the fact that the guy's going to be running again, and I want to talk about the fact that he is actually running again by bringing up the fact that the New York Post made it (laughs) made a headline. Not oh even, God. not even a headline. It's at the very bottom of the cover of the New York Post after he announced on Tuesday. It was Wednesday, the, uh, November sixteenth, and at the very bottom of the New York Post, it says. And keep in mind, this is the Rupert Murdoch-owned New York Post, which is just right. fucking wild to me. News Corp owns these guys. It says Florida man makes announcement on page twenty-six. Uh, that's all it says on the front cover. I mean there was more stuff about what was going on, but and uh, you jump to page twenty six and it says been there Don that yeah the the whoever wrote this article needs a Pulitzer just for the the blase way that they wrote this entire thing It says. With just 720 days to go before the next election. <laughs> a Florida retiree made the surprise announcement Tuesday that he was running for president. In a move no political pundits saw coming, avid golfer Donald J. Trump kicked off things at a Mar- at Mar-a-Lago, his resort, and classified documents library. <laughs> Trump, famous for gold-plated lobbies and for... um. Uh, firing people on reality television will be 78 in 2024. If elected, Trump would, be, would tie Joe Biden as the oldest president to take office. His cholesterol levels are unknown, but his favorite food is charred steak with ketchup. He has stated that his qualifications for office include being a, quote, stable genius. Trump also served as the 45th president. Signed, Post Staff Report. <laughs> That's all they gave him in that entire goddamn newspaper.
1: (laughs) Well, his entire announcement was so low energy. It
0: was so unremarkable. It was he was holding on to that lectern like it was holding him up and just reading off of the teleprompter. He would look this way and then he'd lean over and look the other way. The same thing that they shat on Obama for. Like the entire time it's like he doesn't know how to make a speech. He just has speech writers and he reads off the teleprompter. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I just it,
1: it reminded me of an aging rock band playing, trying to play the hits. Mm-hmm. And it's just bad it's it's not good they don't even sound like themselves anymore and it's like okay uh, okay here comes the racism okay (laughs) here comes the sexism and it's like yeah it just doesn't hit the same way i mean it's all still there it's (laughs) it's
0: bad but it's like so so to use your metaphor it's also when you see that old band get on stage, and are like, we want like to play a couple of new songs from our new album. And it's just like, that too. <laughs> and that the too. new stuff being wanting to kill drug dealers and taking the wokeness out of the military, which he said that he did, but Biden put it back in and he's going to take it out again. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking? Oh, it's, it's, it's trans people. You don't want them to be able to get health care. While they're in the military, you know, right. They want to serve the country. They want to, they want to be in the military, but you're going to say no, because it makes you feel icky, you know? Yeah. And that's all. That's a Republican shit in the nutshell is it just makes you feel weird. Therefore I don't like it. Right.
1: Doesn't (sighs) hurt you. It's like, Hey, you know what? If someone wants to serve in our military and potentially lose their life fighting in a war against russia or north korea or iraq or whomever and yeah. they're like hey i want this healthcare. i want to get this surgery i am be like yeah sure i mean you're gonna like take a bullet for our military mm-hmm. the military has got plenty of money like yes they can play pay for your health care i don't I don't care what it is you want. You want a knee replacement? <laughs> Great. Go for it. You have like an ischemic bowel and you have a, a surgery that'll help you with that?
0: Cool. Take care of it. Or my dad like, had to get a, a boil surgically removed because it was like sebaceous. And I was just like, <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> That's yeah, what Tricare yeah. exists for.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're like, hey, I'm I'm trans and I want hormone therapy and I want top surgery. Cool. Do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The fuck do they care? They get sick leave just like, just like all the other people do. You know? Yeah. There's a reason they get different types of leave out there. You can get sick and be out of service for a while and it's still fucking covered. God. And I hate it when people just start talking about shit. They have no idea about what it really means. It it annoys, it annoys the hell out of me. So uh, let's see. I've got a couple of lines from his speech that I wanted to bring up only because they're just so yawn inducing. There has has never been anything like it. This great movement of ours, never been anything like it. And perhaps there never will be anything like it again. That was like how he started the whole thing. And then he said, together, we built the greatest economy in the history of the world. You made the stock market go up and down based on what you were saying that day. (laughs) Right. Not
1: true. Yeah. No, Uh, the economy kind of sucked for those four
0: years, actually. Yep. Uh, let's see what else did he say? Uh, the vicious ISIS caliphate, which no president was able to conquer was decimated by me and our great warriors in less than three weeks. He must be referring to like when he just bombed at the beginning of his presidency where he like dropped Moabs on people, the mother of all bombs, you know, the yeah. thermobaric bombs that they were dropping this. No, they're Trump. They're still, they're still there, man. <laughs> still there. Like hate to tell you, like they're, they're still doing shit. They still want to have a caliphate, you know? Yeah. Let's see. I've, and yet I've gone decades, decades without a war. The first president to do it for that long, a period. Oh, <sighs> Trump, you were you were president for four years, man, <laughs> and well, you ha- you had a war that was going on your entire presidency until at the very end when you knew you were going to be losing, and you pulled out all the fucking stops and tried to get everything shut down in, in Afghanistan. And yet they want to blame Biden for it. You know? <laughs> well, and not only that, but we were
1: essentially fighting a like double blind proxy war Mm -hmm. in the Yemeni civil war, because we were giving arms to the Saudis who were fighting in Yemen. And like, we may as well have been fighting in that civil war. Like not just because Americans weren't fighting there. doesn't mean like, Oh, you were you were peaceful
0: like th- that again? Again, I mean, you never, know, never like, mind like Boko Haram. You know, never mind things that were going on in Africom. You know, none of those things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely, it's ridiculous. And also adding to the apartheid state in Palestine and Israel, but let me uh, that too. <laughs> so he says, um, "Now we are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation." Like, the the other guy's been in it for, like, two years. You think that's long enough? I mean, Musk is doing a great job of destroying Twitter in, like, two weeks, but Biden has actually, I think, as much as I don't like the guy for a lot of the stuff he says and does, he genuinely seems to give a shit about some of the stuff that happens in this country. You know? Yeah. He's, he's not going to be everybody's favorite president, and he's center-right at best, but... yeah at least he knows not to get involved in certain shit and you know to support unions you know I'm just happy that we have a finally have a fucking president that's like yeah you should unionize you know (laughs) instead of it being yet another president where they're just like well we need to make sure this is all running we need to go and fire every one of these fucking air traffic controllers look into it people (laughs) the air traffic controller strike look at that Jesus so uh, let's see he said the blood, stro- blood-soaked streets of our once great cities are cesspools of violent crimes. During his speech, you know I say, "Love that you myth. That's my
1: favorite. It's just
0: my oh. favorite is the they burned down our cities, <laughs> like Portland and like all these other places. It's like what? What's your definition of burned down, sir? <laughs> Those cities are all still there. Like, People are fine. Like <laughs> any Republicans, like they burned down the city, and I'm like." Do you mean that dumpster? Are
1: you talking about like that one target that got busted up in Minneapolis? (laughs) Silly says Portland's
0: fine. (laughs) Yeah. Or, you know, the the auto zone that was getting the windows smashed in by a cop. (laughs) Right. That one. That one. Never forget that. Oh my gosh, guys. It's so funny. That they blood soaked streets. yeah because kyle rittenhouse fucking shot two people <laughs> yeah yep. god damn it man or the police were yep. shooting protesters yeah yeah blood yep. so blood soaked streets like the uh the cop that pushed over that 80 year old man who started bleeding out of his ears you know yep usa <laughs> <laughs> and ukraine which never would have happened if i were your president because you would just let Putin roll over him, man. Right? You, you, like, okay. you asshole. Yeah. Were going to withhold support of Ukraine until he started digging up dirt on your political rival. That was that it's, whole it, first impeachment. You know,
1: <laughs> pretending like Trump lifted a finger for four years while Moscow illegally annexed and occupied Crimea. Right? You yeah. know, it's like. Oh yeah, no, I had nothing to do with this. It's like, bitch,
0: you you
1: <laughs> completely emboldened Putin to go ahead and do this because he saw how, you know, he was driving a wedge between the US and NATO. And and basically he would have gotten away with he you're right, he would have gotten away with it if it weren't for with those meddling uh, kids, <laughs> Joe Biden and those kids. <laughs> you
0: know. Uh, so He says, I do want to point out that in the midterms, my endorsement success rate was 232 wins and only 22 losses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because he endorsed. Man, (laughs) there's so many words. (laughs) He never accepts any blame, man. (laughs) No, nope. Uh, Let's see. This is an elegant night in an elegant place is what he said there. And elegant is one word you can use to describe Mar-a-Lago, especially the fact that they had to bar the doors to let people from escaping. So even how, no matter how bored they were, they made them stay until the whole thing was done. <laughs> Don't leave. Don't leave. We need the crowd. Yeah. Let's see. Um, despite the outcome in the Senate, we cannot lose hope and we must work. All very hard for a gentleman and a great person named Herschel Walker. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I said, if you just keep a little bit lower standard, you're gonna have a better a big victory, is what he said. <laughs> in the, the elections. That's funny. So Trump was trying to spin the election results, in which they underperformed all their expectations. He tried to spin it into a victory with that line. Uh, There's a lot of bad things like going to Idaho and saying, welcome to the state of Florida. I really love it. What the hell? Oh, they're making fun of Biden, you know, saying. Oh, yeah. The false 2020 report where a satirical website said that Biden was confused between Iowa and Idaho. Like I said, it's been debunked. It's not true. So Yeah. So, in order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for the President of the United States. Some people say, how do you speak before so many people all the time? When there's love in the room, it's really easy if you want to know the truth. (laughs) Do people really ask him these things? (laughs) Sir, sir, how do you speak before so many people? (laughs) (laughs) Sir? Yep. Sir. I love that the sir story became like, "Oh, that's bullshit," you know. <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, let's see. This will not be my campaign. This will be our campaign. And someone's like, "Yeah, who mm. wrote that
1: for him?" <laughs> Eric did. Prior to- It'll be our campaign, dad.
0: <laughs> you and me. Prior to COVID coming in, the people were calling me you wouldn't believe it. People that were so far left, I never fig- I've never figured they would speak to me, and then I would never speak to them. <laughs> okay, whatever. I, 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 bet you know. I bet he's talking about someone like Tulsi
1: Gabbard or someone like that, His, <laughs> who's you know, not. He's so like, like weirdos.
0: Yeah. Let's see. We don't want to be critics. We don't want to be complainers. I never wanted to be a critic. He said, with a straight face in the speech. (laughs) Again, like, I've read Donald Trump's tweets
1: from, like, 2012 before he was, he loved being a critic. He was, like, criticizing Robert Pattinson and, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Kristen Stewart. Mm -hmm. It was like, Robert, you need to dump her. She's not worth your time. It's like, who are you?
0: He loves this shit. He loves said, this side. is something he said about Xi Jinping, where he's like, I was with President Xi, who now is president for life. No, they just voted him in for like another term. The CCP still votes in who's going to be the leader of the country. They just decided to let him have yet another term, you know? Right. I call him king. And he said, no, no, I'm not the king. And I said, yes, you are the king. You're president for life. It's the same thing. All right, man. I'm not going to defend the CCP or anything. I'm just saying Trump, that- Trump showing a spectacular
1: knowledge of Chinese politics.
0: God. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. What did you major in in high school? I mean, in college, yeah. There, Donald, yeah, you- <laughs> Asian politics, <laughs> uh, Eastern no, bloc countries, no
1: thing. idea how any
0: of this works. <laughs> yeah.
1: Say, oh, but he, you know, game recognizes game and he's like, oh, here's another, if I could get that myself, I uh, would uh, love tyrant. It. Yeah.
0: He says that you've been standing for the whole, for the whole event. I feel very guilty. I don't want that. And somebody that wrote this article says in in a uh, narrator voice, he doesn't feel guilty. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh. uh, we built the wall, we completed the wall, and then we said, let's do more. And we did a lot more <laughs> again with the narrator voice in my, my head. I'm like, he in fact did not finish the wall. <laughs>
1: Yeah. In fact, Steve Bannon just got indicted for, uh, you know, bilking people out of millions of dollars saying he would build the wall and he just embezzled that money.
0: Yeah. And Kyle and I talked about when he he made his court showing where he said that you're going to you're going to have to kill me first. I'm never going to bow to you. Right before he (laughs) pled guilty, right? (laughs) Or no, maybe it wasn't pleading guilty, but before, like, you're never going to take me alive. You're not going to bring me into this farcical court. And it's like, they're literally leading him in in handcuffs into the court. <laughs> it's like, yeah, good job there, buddy.
1: I'll <laughs> never get me coppers.
0: They, in fact, got you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see if you got. Uh, so here's his uh, drug dealer thing. So if you get caught dealing drugs, you have an immediate and quick trial. And by the end of the day, you're executed. That's a terrible thing. So now he wants, he's talking about how he thinks that drug dealers are treated in China. And if you actually think that's a bad thing, I have a video rental company called blockbuster. That's a hot stock. You might be interested in <laughs> so, <Someone. sighs> You know how many people would have to be murdered for dealing drugs? So many, yeah. so many people would have to be murdered. You know,
1: We've got to, we we need to start with whoever's dealing at Mar-a-Lago is, uh, <laughs> Uh, That place has got to be one of the biggest cocaine hotspots. There's
0: got to be on the beach right there. Like octogenarian orgies going on in that place. Well, I mean, just between Don Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle. Like, those two are just, you know. (sighs) I'll never forget when she's like, uh, what was it? The best is yet to come come. (laughs) at the fucking White House. He had a political event at the White House. (laughs) partisan partisan political event sorry i should clarify that yes (sighs) let's see we're wrapping this up here what he says um i don't like to think of myself as a politician but i guess that's what i am i hate that though he said this is said after his announcing his third bid for the white house (laughs)
1: if you hate it (laughs) stay home
0: like i i don't get it weirdo (laughs) And he said, our country was great. Our country is not great anymore. And again, you have to just start chanting USA. USA. <laughs> Anyone who truly seeks to take on this rigged and corrupt system will, fa- will be faced with a storm of fire that only a few could understand. <gasps> storm he of said fire. the words storm of fire. <laughs> the Q people are going to be all over <laughs> the this word. one. Yeah. I think I've got more. I think he got more subpoenas than any man in the history of our country. (laughs) He's talking about his son Eric when he said, I love this. It's kind of weird to single him out so you can just tout the number of subpoenas he's received. (laughs) And this is is the last one for the whole thing. And it's funny to me. He says, I go home and Melania says, You look angry and upset. And I say, Just leave me alone. This is something he said in his goddamn speech here, guys. (laughs) So much telling on himself just in that statement. Donald, you look angry and upset. Yeah, just leave me alone. Leave me alone. Oh, (laughs) or I'll bury you at the fucking next golf course. (laughs) So I hope you guys are ready. I'm going to have two years of this shit leading up to the election, where unless we make it so he can't actually run for an office, he will be the candidate and he will probably lose to Biden again. You know, it's I just I I really
1: am looking forward to the Trump DeSantis fight. Um, <laughs> I, I think Trump will win, but I just I can't wait for that.
0: So, so, I've, so I found out this week that Ron DeSantis is my age. He's 42 years old. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I found that out this week and I'm like, no, I'm I'm older than Ron DeSantis. Why does he look like a fucking used catcher's mitt? What is wrong with my life? (laughs) I hate everything about this.
1: He's 58
0: or, you know, early 50s, something like that. But 42 is what someone told me. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, yeah, Alex Jones, he's only 48. And I'm like, no, yeah
1: oh my god it's true yeah he was born in 1978 him and me i am i am one month older oh 78 so he's
0: 40 44 44 oh okay good i don't feel so bad (laughs) i was like god he's the same age as me no
1: (laughs) no 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 you're you're a young and
0: him him and me we uh that's good if kyle was here he'd be reminding me that he's younger than i am asshole
1: Old man Andy and Ron DeSantis here holding down the fort. Oh,
0: geez. <laughs> Alex Jones looks like he's pushing sixty, not fifty. Yeah, it's amazing what it's amazing what alcohol will do to. I mean, I shouldn't say that because I like drink, but if you are an excessive drinker, it makes you look really sallow. It makes you look real bad. <laughs> it, you start to look like a washed up corpse somewhere. It's bad. Oh yeah, we're still recording. Yeah. Hey guys, we got to get out of here. Thanks for watching and listening to our uh, fun little coverage of what's been going on with Donald Trump. I I don't have any hope that they're going to do something, but that's the way I live my life no. because I like to be surprised when good things happen. So instead <laughs> of being that's disappointed right. when nothing good happens. So yep. Anyway, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good week.